Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. I know, me too. It's How a are good you? day. I feel great. It is another, you know, because we're a weather podcast and we're giving you the <laughs> updates on Utah weather. Weather is very beautiful important this day Because <laughs> you just never know what you're going to get when you wake up in the morning. It's true. So when it's good, we want to talk about it. We want to talk about it. We're going to celebrate it. Yes. It's a nice, sunny day. Sunny. It's brisk. 48 degrees. It's still a little cold, but the sun is shining, which warms my soul. There has been a lot of snow It's coming. So we're glad to have this day. Yes. It's lovely. Makes me happy. Totally. Yeah. So um, today is a What's on Your Shelf. But yes. before we get into that, we need a fun fact. A fun fact. Let's do a fun fact. Okay, so in the article from pen.org where they interview our author of Black Cake, Charmaine Wilkerson, they talk about um a quote that she is known for saying. The quote is, I grew up surrounded by books and I love to see stories given new life on the stage or in films. But to say why I write is like trying to explain why I look or speak as I do. I love that. That is great. It's just who she is. It's how she is. What do you mean, why do I write? What? Yeah. Why? Like, why is my hair this color? Why am I who I am? It's not a choice I've made. It's just a part of me. Part of who I am. Yeah. That's awesome. So she just always writes. But then she goes on to um, say... Um, they go on to ask her, you know, with that being said, did you always know that you wanted to write fiction? Or is that a discovery that you made about yourself later in life? And she says, the poll was always there. I was one of those kids who loved books and always wanted to write stories. But I grew up to write all sorts of other things instead, as a news and communications professional. It was only several years ago that I gave myself permission to spend more time on fiction. So there you go. There's a little bit about her. Looking forward to it. Me too. That's awesome. This next week. I know. So next get week is our book club started. for Black Cake. So yeah, if you haven't started, get started now. Um, my book is still eight weeks out of the library, so I will be <laughs> buying it. Thank yes. you, Aud- Audible. Absolutely. And yeah, look forward to it next week. I can't wait. Have you started reading it I yet? I haven't started okay, yet. Neither have I. I like so. want it to be super fresh. So I'm, I hold off to the last week. I did too. I tried to get it in somewhere there in the last week. But, yeah. But sometimes oh, if it comes available at the library I re- before, yeah, then I, have, I do. So. It has happened, but not me. Anyway, not this time. Yeah, not this time. But All right. Well, it's time for what you've been reading lately, yeah. Jamie. I'm interested to hear. Well, I do just want to mention that I read, I know you talked about this, so I'm not going to go into detail. You read What Happened to You by Bruce D. Perry and Oprah Winfrey, and I finished that last week, and I just wanted to five-star it. For me, everybody should read What Happened to You. Yeah. Totally changed my perspective on myself, grace for myself, grace for others. I love that perspective. To just, I don't know what you've been through. Mm -hmm. And... If I think, you know, when you brought it up, I was like, Oprah, I'm not a huge fan. I think I said that. Uh, yeah. We've this totally changed. about that. Yeah. I mean, as a talk show host, I never watched it. I was never. But as a human being who has put so much good in the world, to hear what she's done when she talks about the 
area of trauma and research. She is changing people's lives with this research that she is funding. And I think that's absolutely amazing. And for her to fund it because of personal reasons, she struggled as a child and she um, has some trauma herself from her childhood to then take her negative, her trauma and make something so good out of it. I think everyone should read this because none of our lives, we've never walked out of our childhoods free from it. It's all leads to who we are now, positive and negative. Absolutely. And that doesn't mean something traumatic had to happen. But how we perceive things as a child then needs to evolve into a grown-up brain. And sometimes we still perceive those things as children when we're grown up. Absolutely. And need to reprocess it and make sense of it. And I think she's doing fantastic work. So anyway, I read that one. I love that. I feel like it's good to get your two cents now that you've had a chance to read it. I'm really glad I did. I would not have if I hadn't heard you talk about it because I would have seen Oprah and just went, yeah, not really for me. Yeah. So I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Like, for example, like Oprah has her own like Oprah's pick, right? She puts Uh her Oprah's stamp on books. And sometimes that turns me away from books, if I'm honest. Because they're not necessarily ones that I read. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that. Because I've tried a few. It's not like I've never read any. Exactly. But they're not generally the ones that I would want to read or enjoy reading. Absolutely. I agree with you. But I don't feel that way about this book. This is very different. And I think as humans, we all could learn something from this book. If anything, to give a little bit of patience to others, a little bit of benefit of the doubt to others. Yes. And I think that even just that that kind of generosity, which really isn't hard to do, it goes a really long way. It goes a long way. You could give this as a Christmas gift to everyone in your family. Yeah. Everyone could enjoy this book. So yeah, very. Cool. There's my two cents on it. Sorry, I don't want to really go into it again, but I did want to mention, just to back up your plug on it. Yeah, I concur. I love it. Okay. Okay, what's on your shelf? Um, I read. Talk about plugs. I think you've already talked about this. The things we cannot say. Oh yes, I have. So I'll do the same. Like, okay. um, reminder: this book. If you didn't hear the other podcast just a quick brief right yeah. this is a world war ii book but it pops back and forth with current time and mm-hmm. world war ii specifically from the point of view of like someone in poland mm-hmm. so that's just the quick right the quick right um jamie was like oh i don't we both talk about this a lot we we avoid world war ii we don't read it yes. jamie was like oh but i really like this one and then a friend of mine and I was like, oh, that's great, Jamie. My thought was, <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you liked it. But yeah, I never planned to didn't. read it because, right. again, I just – I get my fill. Right. Or I've had my fill of exactly. World War II books. But a friend of mine reached out and was like, I just finished this book so much faster than I ever read. Um, I loved it. You should read it. And I'm like, oh, maybe I read like one a year. She's like, this should be your one a year. So I read it. And – um. I did really like it. It was good. good. I, like you, specifically liked the current timeline um, storyline. Yes. I thought that it was super more interesting. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I loved the that. modern storyline. Yes. I loved so, the lessons learned. Yes. In that. And the patience and the The grace to up, one another. Right? Like, like the, the dad and the mom both looking at the same situation 
from a different point of view and coming together on it. Yes. Like and seeing each understand, other. Understand, like sometimes we, we dig our heels in, right? Like we think what we're doing is the right and only way. Yes. And we can get pretty stubborn about it. I think Absolutely. that's I think that's like everyone, right? Yeah. But to understand like maybe I need to give a little bit. I want this, but maybe I need to give. Right. Or maybe I and need to push a little bit to make the other person or give. Or maybe sometimes just realizing I'm in the middle of this and I'm probably not seeing clearly. Yes. Step out of the situation for a second and try to look at it with fresh eyes. Totally. Or get a therapist who has the fresh eyes that can look in on for your situation you. and help you. Genius. <gasps> I had that moment today. It I was brilliant. It was a good Fresh today. eyes. Good. Um, so I would say, like, I gave it three stars only because of the World War Two. I yeah. I it was a good World War II. It's not like the World War II parts was awful. It was not. It was good. It was just right. that I'm overwhelmed and overdone with, with that. that topic. Right. So I would say definitely a good book. Definitely worth reading. I mean, on Goodreads, it has 4.5 stars. Like, mm-hmm. it's a well-loved book. So if you love the World War II books, you can't miss this one. You need it. Yes. Um, if you're on the fence about it, it was great for the current like current storyline, the current time storyline. Storyline, yes. Anyway, I gave it three stars. Fantastic. Just because of that. Yeah. I don't remember what I gave it, but I I have the exact same opinion as you, is that I liked the modern day storyline better. You gave it three. Look at that. So we're spot on. Yeah, same same feeling. Okay. I read The Anthropocene, reviewed by John Green. The what? The Anthropocene. What's that? The Anthropocene. I He says it a little differently, but I don't say it like he does. Okay. <laughs> so, the Anthropocene is a word which I, this was not a word I was super familiar with. The word itself is relating to or denoting the current geological age, viewed as the period during which human activity has been the dominant influence on climate and the environment. So this current geological age um, viewed as the period during which human activity has been the dominant influence. That's the the Anthropocene. So, yes. um, (laughs) Right. I love John Green. I've loved many of his novels. Is it the Anthropocene Reviewed? Reviewed. Oh, that's the book. That's the book. It's not like a second book. No. Okay, okay, okay. Just check. This is... It is um, a work of nonfiction, a collection of personal essays. So he had kind of, um, this is like his, what he's created during the pandemic. Okay. He was like, okay, so I'm going to sit down and just write my thoughts on humans in this world. And um, it's so interesting. He just takes like a keyboard and talks about the keyboard and then he, geniusly intertwines a life experience into a keyboard and his experience with it. And when he first learned about one, I make like all this right sure, now. This sure. is just, it could be anything. It's just Ins- an example of insert how he does it. a tree, insert a pen, insert anything <laughs> of our day and age. And then he's put weaving his life story in and around this subject, Objects. this object. And talks about it in a very beautiful, unique way. I mean, it's so well done. And then at the end of it, he he reviews the object like, 
So I give the QWERTY keyboard four stars. Oh, that 4.5 is stars. funny. So it's just kind of like, it's like an Amazon review to the 10th power, because <laughs> it's not just a review. It's a, like a life story. A life story and how it's affected him. So it's kind of, I want to say kind of a memoir. I mean, you find out a lot about John Green, which what I didn't know is he writes a lot about um, mental health. A lot of his characters are suffering from... Anxiety, PTSD, um, cancer diagnosis, like life-threatening things. And this all comes from experience. He himself struggles from depression, anxiety, OCD. Um, I believe I'm right on the OCD. Don't quote me on this. But a lot of really, and he's had some medical issues as well that have left him very incapacitated. And so he writes from a very personal place. Interesting. And so it's... It's very interesting to get inside the brain of an author who you've read their books. And that's kind of what this is. Um, okay. Very well written, kind of deep. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed it. I got through it quickly. I gave it four stars. Okay. The Anthropocene Reviewed. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. The next one I want to talk about is The End of Her by Shari Lapena. Lapina? Lapina. I say it Lapina, but probably could be either. Um, This is a thriller. I've read this one. Yeah. Right down my alley. Okay. Did you talk about it on here? I don't remember. So let's talk about it. Okay. If so, it's been a while ago. Yeah. Okay. So synopsis. Okay. This is the story. You kind of, you get a little like intro but then it like jumps ahead right you're not quite sure how that intro fits into the main story because mm-hmm. it doesn't seem connected at first so you get a little intro about a husband and wife in a hurry to get on the road to go visit family like out of town okay okay and they're in a hurry and they're in a hurry and they're going but then you leave them and you jump ahead in time and you you are introduced to um a husband and wife who just had twins Mm-hmm. Um, very tired, exhausted, like will not sleep, like very creepy babies. And he is an architect and working a lot. And she is trying to take care of these babies and exhausted. Feels like she's losing her mind because she never sleeps. Um, very oh, quickly. Babies and then make it twins. Ooh. I can't even. No, can't even. So, um, in walks into work walk into the husband's work walks mm-hmm. this woman and he recognizes her immediately and knows her but she pretends like she doesn't know him and it's kind of like a weird thing mm-hmm. and you come to they meet later and find out that she he was married before and his wife passed away and she this person this woman that walked into his office pretending not to know him yeah was his wife's friend his previous wife his deceased wife's friend from back then and she's basically accusing him of murdering his first wife first wife and she's he's calling her crazy she's crazy and as you get to know her you find that she is a little crazy and has a history of blackmailing people with different things that's how she makes her money yeah and so he, she wants to blackmail him with this um, accusation of him killing his wife. And he doesn't want that accusation to come 
to pass. And so he goes home and tells his wife, but he does tell his wife everything. And he tells her that about the woman, about how she's here trying to blackmail him. And she, he thinks they should just pay her and she'll go away. And the wife is like, we aren't going to pay her because she'll never stop coming back. She will just keep coming back. Don't pay her. This is crazy. Right. And so throughout the rest of the book, um, you watch her feel like, you know, different weird things happen in their home. She thinks she's losing her mind, like she left the stove on or she left her door wide open. Like, is she is she that tired or is something happening to her, right? Yeah. yeah. Who do you believe? You start to question everything. Every, like, is it how? is she Is the crazy lady actually right or is she really just creating something to get money? Um, you don't know who to believe. Yes. It's crazy. I got to say. It really is. I was so frustrated from the get-go. They make all the wrong choices, in my opinion. I was super-duper frustrated. I kept, like, hurrying it, like, yeah. speeding it up, because I'm like, this needs to end. This needs Let's to end. I was so frustrated. Well, I didn't love it. I think in this scenario, realistically, if somebody, like, I just remember one scene where she comes home and the front door is open. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I'm sleep-deprived. Maybe I left the front door open, but I swear I locked it. When these things keep happening, yes, you call the police. They never call Nobody the police. Nobody ever calls the authorities. Never. You call the authorities. Like you do not negotiate with terrorists. She kept like saying, thinking, I can't. Maybe I should talk to my pediatrician about this, or you know, because like I'm so tired that I'm doing weird things or something, you know. But yeah. she never does because she's afraid like she's gonna lose her babies. Yeah, I'm like I'm so sorry, but in the real world, you're not gonna lose your babies because you're tired, right? But then this is a coming from a tired, a tired mom person who's not thinking clearly. So you're like, yeah, she's not thinking clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was totally bizarre. I did not yeah. like it. I did not like how it ended. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what? I don't want to spoil it because this isn't like yeah. book club day. No. I gave it two stars. Ooh, I did not like it. Like it was so like frustrating. It. Like it was not entertaining. It was frustrating. I gave it four stars. You loved because it. Because my brain kept going back and forth like, ooh, I'm sure it? it really he really did it. I'm sure of it. And then something else would come to light and I'd be like, oh no. No, this mom is like, this is what is it? The baby blues. What do you call it afterwards? Pre- oh, P yes, no. You know, postpartum postpartum totally. and she's tired and she's imagining all this and but no i mean i just you, i kept going they, back and they forth got you but i do know i, I did not like, give it five stars because they should have called the police at some point kept going back and <laughs> forth back and forth but it kept my interest i no, really i was no, too fr- i mean done. i was so frustrated okay you're like no thanks take you. me out of this book please <laughs> be over so done with this well, there you go. Okay. There's one that I don't think you should read, but Jamie think you should. Yeah. Did you read it? I want to hear. Let's, Did our so listeners what are, read? What are you going to do? The end of her. Yeah. Have you read the end of her? I want to know. Okay. Please wait. Email did us. you say you didn't finish it? I or literally you skipped to the end. I skipped ahead and then I started reading spoilers. Like, tell me how this ends because you need to know whether to keep going. Yes. Or just to give it in. was. That's yeah. how I fin- ended okay. up finishing out the Sorry, book. I like skipping that. ahead. Reading spoilers because I was so frustrated. And it, I would like walk, like when you'd have to take it out, right? Like I'd have to stop listening for a minute to go do stuff. I would leave me feeling so contentious. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember feeling a bit of anxiety with this one. Yeah. 
<sighs> Some people find that like awesome. I, and and I, in certain situations, I do too. Right. Not this one. Yeah. For me. I think in a good thriller, you want to feel a little bit that way. Yeah, but not if scared. they're idiots. But you're right. They were idiots. They I would agree never with you call the cops. Yeah. Not one time did they think now is the time. Yeah. Now is the time. We should call the cops now. We can't handle this yeah, alone. This is going end, to backfire. It, so who really is the crazy one? You should read and find out. Tell me what you think. Because I liked that. <laughs> anyway. Okay. The next book I read. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. The Love Songs of W.E.B. Du Bois. Okay. This has been on my list. It is talked a lot about. It is. And this is an Oprah book club. Okay. This is like amazing. But... It's getting a lot of really great reviews. 4.55 on Goodreads. So that's really high. But it is also 26 <laughs> hours long. Say that again. 26. <laughs> two six hours long. It's like one of the one I just read last time. It's 816 pages. 800 pages. 800 pages. Do you guys know how thick that is? It's Can huge. you see that on a bookshelf? Right. Envision in your head like three inches. <laughs> yes, for real. It's huge. This book was so long. I usually get through a book in like two, maybe three days. I started this on Monday and didn't finish till Sunday. Woo! It took me almost a full week wow. to get through this one. That's a long book. It's a long one. So The Love Songs of W.E.B. Du Bois by Honoré... Fanoni, Fanon Jeffers. I'm sorry for the mispronunciation of that last name. However, I gave it four stars. I'm going to say this is a really good book. Okay. If you want to find out, this is like the history of one family from the time they were in captured, a black family in captured as slaves. In Africa. In Africa. Brought to America. So the absolute genealogy of this, of one particular Black family and their journey as slaves and the encapturing, enslavering, and living through it, and then their freedom and the trials that happened as slaves. And um, it... Like till now? Does it go all the way till now? It goes up to, I believe, the early 2000s. Okay. It's about where it's at. Pretty far. Like, that's a lot of history. Yeah. It's, wow. It's a lot of history. So, what was difficult is, and they even said at the beginning, I listened to it, but um, that there is a genealogy map of names mm-hmm. that accompanies this book, which would be helpful to look at because it is the first person, the first. And then their children and their, I mean, you can imagine the generations um, of people that this entailed. And it got confusing, a little bit confusing here and there. That's a lot of characters for a Um, lot of years. Yeah, but the main modern day characters, and it kind of jumps around. Like it very first starts out with those very first slaves um, coming to America. And then it would jump to the modern family and then go back to like, the generation that was around in the 40s, and then it would go. So the time periods were not chronological, for the most part, they became so more chronological towards the end. But the main character in the story, Ailey, um, it's it starts with her at about 10. 
ish and growing up she's got two older sisters and she kind of grows up and she's seeing what's happening to her sisters and how her dad's a doctor her mom was a scholar and wanted to become a doctor but then became pregnant with the oldest daughter um and it and it just goes through and it kind of does like the history of the mom with her family, the history of the dad with his family, how they met. Then it would jump back to, you know, slave time and being in the fields and the family there and the things they endured. Oh, it, it's so, it's so really heavy. It's very, very heavy. I, it's beautifully, beautifully written. It's very well, you know, documenting this family, this Ailey, she's um, going to college, she's researching a family for a project. And so she's reading through all the archives and kind of putting together this story of the family and um, the trauma and what trauma does to the generations and accepting who you are as a as a black American, as a descendant of slaves, as a descendant of a slave and their master which right. creates a lighter skinned um, African American. It it entails a whole lot. It's it's a lot. It sounds like a lot. It was really good. It was really well written. It's heavy. Um, but if you're interested in um, Black history, W. E. B. Du Bois was a sociologist. He went to Harvard. He was he wrote a lot of books about. Um, slave life and blacks through history um and just kind of a someone to look up to in that area okay has um, just done a lot he of he was like the i want to say the martin luther king of the early 20th century oh. the early night like night he was born in 18 late 1800s he died in 1964 but but before then and he helped create the n double acp Oh, so he was he's very, um, he's very involved in civil rights, civil rights. Yeah, that's amazing. Anyway, it's a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's a long time to be carrying such a heavy, yes. you know, such heavy information from a book. It's not like you can, yes. it, you know, spend 26 hours, 200, 300 pages on something, heartbreak. which is like a normal novel. And yeah. then celebration and beautiful family relationships and tradition, but then it uh, just keeps coming back to the awful, awful things they that the black people um, endured. Yeah, and still carry from other humans. Yeah, so really good, really heavy. Just I don't know, know what, what else you're to getting say about into. Know what you're getting into. Know what you're getting into. Um, but wow, wow, yeah, it sounds like a lot. Yeah. There okay. You go. Very good. Okay, my last book that I'm going to talk about today is The Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley Heller. This is on my list. It is a Reese Ah, Reese's Book Club. Yes. I think they had it one month, not too long ago, but it's Mm -hmm. been out on my... We can't even get it. You can only get the e-book. You can't get the audio book at our library. I don't know if you knew that. Really? So I got this on Audible. I thought I had it on my Audible. wait list, but maybe I don't. Okay. So I got this on Audible, and I listened to it, you know, with one of my credits. Okay. Was it worth the credit? Um, That's going to be the question. I mean, it's a longer one, too. It's 400 pages. Okay. So it was a longer. It was not what I thought. I don't know what I imagined, 
Right. But it's not what I it's not what I imagined. I will say that. Okay. Um it's this the Paper Palace is the story. It follows one main character. Her name is Ellie. And you start off with her at present time. She's like 50. She has a teenage, you know, teenagers. And she's married and has a best friend who is also married and has his own family. And they are like on a summer vacation together, uh-huh. like the families. And, and they have sex at the very beginning of the book. This friends that are not married to each other, but they've been best friends. They're married to other people? Married to other people. Yeah, okay. So they sleep together. Well, that it's not that. They just have sex. It's not that they spent the night together. I don't want to like... <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, there is a big difference, I think. They just have sex. They just have sex. And then okay. they go back. And so this book, it's like this week vacation. And that was the first time it happened. That's a, you know... And then it jumps back to their history. And her history, like, as a child. And, like... How, what brought their her parents together and like led to the paper palace the paper palace is where they are it's like this really old cabin in cape cod that's like in the boonies you have to, it's it's got an outhouse and you know very very limited utilities okay they call it the paper palace because it's like the walls are like paper Okay. Okay. Because it's just old. It's just nothing. You don't winter Barely there. Standing. You go see okay. it, stay there for a little bit in the summer. So um, you just are getting glimpses. So you'll get a you'll get this story from her past, and then you come and have a little bit of time in the present, right, with her and this friend. And it's just back and forth and back and forth. It's it had some crude moments. Like it wasn't a family I loved. Does that make sense? Like. Just like a heart, she didn't have mm-hmm. a real easy childhood. A lot of not great things happened to her in her past. Her parents divorce. You know, she has a stepbrother that isn't great. Her father remarries a woman who doesn't like children, right? And he just keeps choosing other people over his children. And it's mm. just kind of like she just doesn't have a great childhood. But she has this friend that she sees in the summertime when they both go to their summer cabins at this paper palace. And okay. that's this guy. This is her once a year hookup. They never hooked up. Okay. No, they never did this all is through not their childhood. That. Okay. The first time they ever did was that, that first, first time okay. when she's so, 50 years old. Okay. So they are friends. They, they are grew up friends. As friends. Yes. Okay, sorry. And they don't even like I was surprised I thought you would watch this like romance bit bud all throughout their childhood because it it alludes to that at the beginning of the book and it wasn't like that. Yeah. And anyway, but she has some hard things and then it leads her to here. And she has a pretty great adult life though. Yeah. I would say she has, it turned out well for her, but then she goes and messes it up by having sex with yeah. this friend. It's very interesting. Hmm. And I, I didn't, I, I just didn't love the fam. Like even she like doesn't handle the situations very well. Obviously she's a child or a teenager and you don't handle them well, but she had a lot of support that could have been around her that she never took advantage of. Just made a lot of bad choices. And so I just, I don't know. I just, it's another one of those where I, you want these characters. I know that we are all flawed people, right? But I would like to think that occasionally 
will do something right. 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 You know? In our process of learning yes. that it's not all like let's awful. say yeah, let's say you continually make it make decisions and the and the results are continue and the con- the decisions that you make continually um bring forth bad results. Right. Let's say that. Why would you continue to make those continue to same make those have those same reactions? Right. If you're continuing so you're not learning. Right. Hmm. I think that's where I'm getting held up. I'm trying to like rectify like why it frustrates me so much when these characters are flawed. Because of course we're all flawed. Right. And we all make mistakes. I mean, also that's what makes a book a good book. Absolutely. We're learn, but hopefully it, there's something to learn from it. Like, yeah, they're gonna learn. You want them to, and maybe that's the disappointment is you're cheering grow. for them to grow and they don't, and they don't. Yeah. So it's just, it's really interesting. And so this whole time, like the whole book, yes, you're getting her whole history, but the the current time is only one week. Like it's their week vacation, oh. right? Yeah. So you're just getting like an afternoon and then a morning and then an evening. You know, it's just like all yeah, just a little peek into their week. And so all of these decisions that she's making, she's trying to decide, right? Should I stay with my family? Should I go with this past person, right? And I, it kind of, it ended flat for me. Hmm. Like, cause I just, I don't know. Like I, what did you, like, I didn't see what, where, where did you, where did you go? What did you come up with? How did you get to this decision? Right. Like what are, anyway, I didn't, I didn't, I gave it, let me find what I gave it. I just kind of was like, eh, I'm going to give it three stars. I didn't hate okay. the book. Okay. But I was just kind of frustrated. Like it's a Reese book. Yeah. I love Reese's books. Right. I want. To love this book. I wanted to love this book. To love book. this book. And it was just okay for me. Okay. Int- yeah. Hmm. Like, I want someone else to read it and have a con- This would be a really good, like, book club book in the case that there would be a lot to talk about. There would be a lot of different opinions yes. and conversations I think there about would it. be so much to talk about. I just, like you, like I'm saying, I didn't feel like she ever grew up. Even as an adult, I feel like she was that same child making the same decisions. Yeah. That get her in bad spots. Hmm. And you're 50 now. Right. Like, I'm 40. I hope that I am improved from my teenage years. I hope. Hope so. I hope at I mean, least not that a little I make, bit Yeah, I'm not year. saying that I make all good decisions now. I don't. I still mess up. But I hope that I'm, like, not make, making the same type of mistakes that I are so obvious because I've done this before. I've right. been here before. Right. Right. Anyway, that's how it. I feel about hmm. it. Well, it's on my list to read. Um, I hope I get to it so we I can want, discuss it. I really it. want to talk about it. So <laughs> please do. I kind of want to read it too. So anyway, hmm. that's it for today. Okay. Thank you for listening. I would love to know. Please reach out to us if you've read our books and what you thought about it. We love hearing about it. I'd love Absolutely. to talk about it. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. You can email us at thisisyourbookclubpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends. We love more friends. Please. Everyone's welcome. There's room for all. Yeah. Thank you to Amphibious Zoo for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And And this this is is your book book club. club.